In this episode, we're going to be discussing some ideas on how to try to balance your personal needs while trying to take care of your spouse and children's needs without going crazy. Hello, and thanks for stopping by at the Simply Raising Special Podcast, where we have candid and often unscripted conversations about trying to live a simple life while raising kids with special needs. I am your host, Crystal Marie, with your co-host and my amazing husband, KCDC. You're listening to episode four, Finding Balance in Family Life. When special needs challenge a household. Okay, so we had a wonderful idea from one of our listeners and wonderful mother. She asked us if we could talk about um, some ideas on how to try to balance your personal needs while trying to take care of your spouse and children's needs without going crazy. Answer, go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we will. It's certainly not an easy process and I am not going to claim that either of us do it perfectly, but we are going to. I do. (laughs) You may not, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to address it nonetheless. Um, I think it's, I think it's difficult to, to do that when you have a child with special needs, because like, I think it's still important for our needs to come before them, but it's still difficult because like, if you don't address their needs, you go crazy. Right. Because... So it's like they say, um, yeah, you're having a hard time, but so are they. Like, you think you're having it bad, you know, try being them, basically. Right. I mean, they're <laughs> they're having issues or, or behavior issues or what you would see as behavior issues because they are having personal issues just coping with life. Yeah. So I think, I think the biggest thing is understanding that everyone has needs not just you know not just us or just them but that we all have needs that need to be met right yeah and i mean it's easy i think very easy to get caught up in just um taking care of especially like the kids needs and just making sure that uh, whatever they need we are we're addressing and and helping them to um, you know just have their best day possible um, and I feel like at times if you don't make the conscious effort to like schedule out some time for uh, either yourself or your spouse that it just it's very easy for it to get pushed to the background um, which you know it's not a good thing I mean there's countless sayings about how you gotta take care of yourself in order to take care of anyone else effectively um and so yeah it's just something that you need to prioritize like you were saying in order to make sure to get it done otherwise you're just not going to be you're not going to be the best you for your kids and so then not only are you going to suffer but they're going to suffer too yeah and it's easier when you have family or the support that you need to be able to take that time out to be able to spend with each other as you know husband and wife um so for example we don't have that so yeah that's a little more difficult for us 
Um, yeah, I, I would say time with each other and for each other is the most difficult. Like, you know, you can give me time and I can give you time, but in order for us to have time together, it is definitely the most difficult. Yeah, and so, like, right now, what time is it? It's 11 o'clock, and finally, all of the kids are asleep. Well, almost all. Eliana is on the couch here with us, but this is the time that, you know, where we're like, okay, do we eat? Do we shower? Do we sleep? Do we spend time with each other? And a lot of the times is, you know, we, we're like, okay, forget the shower. Forget, <laughs> forget sleep. Forget eating. Let's, you know, try to spend a little time with each other um, and just kind of sit and relax and just take a deep breath right. from the hectic day, you know, everyday life that we have. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and the stark realization that in, you know, at max seven, probably more like six or five hours, someone's going to be awake that's not just awake for a middle of the night feeding, but awake. Yeah. I think another thing is, um, we take turns. Yeah. I mean, you have a job when you go to work, you get that break that I don't get that break. Right. You know, that's why the house is a mess when you're home because a lot of the times the kids, the kids bug me more, the more I do around the house. If I'm just sitting down with them, I get to have somewhat of a break because they're like, okay, mom's not doing anything. So let's just relax, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and so when you're home, it's like, yeah, sorry. Uh, I didn't want to go crazy. So I didn't do anything else, but sit here with the kids. Right. Now, I mean, even when we're both home, I mean, <laughs> even when we're both home, it's hard to, but I mean, I suppose part of the reason is when we're both home, we're actually trying to get, something done as opposed to just right we're not trying to just stay afloat we're actually trying to make progress and get something done right and so then it makes it still difficult to get just the everyday things done like hey you know (laughs) i gotta find five minutes to take out the trash or 20 minutes to do the dishes yeah 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 like right now a big thing is trying to get a lot of things out of the house trying to simplify life more for us um And that way I'm not having to be concerned about getting everything done around the house because there won't be anything to get done around the house, hopefully. But, um, yeah, we're at that, you know, we're in that where you're watching the kids while I'm going through everything, putting things in boxes, and then you do the loading while I switch you, you know, I stay with the kids and you start loading the car to go donate things or moving stuff around when I need you to move them. So that's kind of like taking a break, but, (laughs) (laughs) but not fully. Right. I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty difficult with the kinds of kids that we have to, to be able to, to get that break. It's not like, I don't know. It's not. Well, I mean, there's still essentially four of them. very young. They are all very young, and and essentially four of them are... Well, all four of the boys are still just very needy. Mm-hmm. And just attention, and they, just, they require a lot of attention and, and care and just time. 
I mean, Adam will have, I guess, stretches where he's good just to be on his own and playing, or especially when Eliana's here to play with him. Um, but, I mean, it's not like he, he's still not feeding himself or, or anything like that. He, he just has consistent things that he needs done as well. It's not mm -hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And then the other three, just it's more constant supervision. Yeah. Like Adam trying to feed himself by putting things in the microwave and then just, you know, yeah. thinking that... He... Oh, it's going to be for the perfect amount of time, no matter what I press. I'm going to cook. <laughs> Nobody, that's not how it works. It's still cold. Yeah, well, you push start when it had five seconds left. So, it's too hot! I definitely think that the biggest thing is communication. Whether that's um, like, hey, this is what I need from you. This is what you need from me. You know, you tell me. Or me just telling you, like, no, that's actually what the kids need from you. Like, it, there has to right. be communication. Um, which I think I'm better at that than you are. But I still try to get you to communicate to me. Right. Um, but I think that's, like, the key to it all is communication. Like, look, I'm not feeling good right now. I need, like, five minutes. I need to take a breather. Or, you know, like a four-hour nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm um, gonna pass out, so let me go take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, resisting the urge to blame each other for things. Yeah, that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> It's a useless exercise. Not only is blaming each other a useless exercise that doesn't get anything done, um, it just creates a lot of negative energy that, uh, I mean, so not only is it not productive, it's, it is the exact opposite. It's detrimental. Like, you know, instead of getting X, Y, and Z done, uh, you're going to, if you're lucky, get one of those done or probably just none of them because then, you know, uh, you're going to... Either it's going to turn into an argument or you're just going to devote a lot more of your energy to even just like an internal rant fest, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think when people do like blame other people, I think it's more of a, it reflects on how they're feeling. And so right. not so much. Right. They're feeling, I guess, let down or, or guilty or like they should have done more. And so... It's hard to take onus for that, and so you blame someone else. Right. Um, I think we're pretty pretty good at not blaming each other for things, right. because in the end, it's it's no one's fault. Right. Um. Uh, it. No matter what, nothing is like anyone's fault. <laughs> you know, no one's perfect. Right. Um. But yeah, just uh, you can't really be a team when you're like you can't be on the same team. And then be fighting over right. something so, you could say, insignificant in the end. Right. Um, and as a couple, um, I think, like, it's more important not to do it in front of the kids. Because then the kids learn from it. And they think that they can do it as well. Yeah. Um, throw it in your face or whatever. Right. You know. Um, yeah, and so obviously on the on the flip side of that is just, you know, um, 
I think that it is always energy well spent to uh, try to build each other and the kids up like oh hey you know I I see that you were that you did this or um, you know you were giving a really good effort there uh, and in a lot of things like you know <laughs> even things I mean certainly things that are around the house or relationship wise but you know even with the kids like you know drawing like today Adam was getting really frustrated with a drawing that he did that didn't yeah. look how he wanted and you know just encouraging him hey you know you did your best that you could right it didn't turn out how you wanted but you you tried and yeah next time it'll get better and the next time after that it'll get better it's the same thing with all of us you know mommy and eliana are good draw good at drawing because they keep trying that poor kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean it's He's only been drawing for a year, really. He never picked up a pencil yeah. up until last year. Right. Halloween-ish. Yeah. So, um, let's see. I think a lot of the times as families, um, like as parents, yes, we, we want what's best for our kids. But we also think that we always know what's best and forget that the kids are people too and they have things that they enjoy and so when when you want to when you want to make it less stressful or you know less crazy less hectic you try to add some fun to it but not just like you know just because we like board games we're not going to bring out board games and expect them to have fun with that you know what they like to do is, hey, we want to go. And they'll let you know because they'll say, hey, can we go for a walk today? Like, it can be as simple as that. And getting outdoors and breathing fresh air right. to kind of get a break from the clutter, the chaos, the, you know, the crazy routine that that you have. Yeah. Um, just, uh, just as we do. I mean, they're looking for a break from just this yeah so another thing would be kind of like when let's say there is a big problem um just like you don't want to take in too much work you break it down so if there's like a big problem you break down the problem take care of it little by little so let's see um an example would be let's say the living room there's a mess in the living room. Uh Um, If I tell them, um, hey, you have to clean this up, they're not going to do it, especially if they feel like they're going to do it alone. And so, you know, maybe I'll do a lot of it, but if I ask them to do a small section, you know, breaking down those, that big problem for them, it makes it a little easier to, to, you know, take over that. Right, so instead of saying, hey, clean up the living room, you know, like, hey, Adam, can you help me pick up the cars? Or even more specific, hey, can you bring me all of the Lightning McQueens? Then now it's a more specific and smaller task for him that he can, feels like he can do and and can do and gets done. Yeah. And then um, there's also, like, trying to build relationships with each one of them, you know, the same way that you and I are building a relationship as husband and wife. Um, I think it's important for us to build 
individual relationships with them. And so going on, I don't like the word dates, but, you know, spending that mommy and me time, daddy and me time. Right. Like, you know, we do it so much that when they need it, they'll say, mom, I need some mommy and me time. Or dad, can we have some boy time? I love that Adam says that. Can we have some boy time? Right. Yeah. Um, And so I would say that that's another way of doing it. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't think you can take any relationship for granted. I mean, anything from obviously our marriage, but also, like you were saying, the relationship with our kids. They're not. They're not just going to happen. Yeah, and and not all, and you don't have to like go out to McDonald's or out to you know the movies or whatever. Um, I know Eliana enjoys it when sometimes we're even just on the bed, her and I, and we're together, but we're doing our own thing together. Uh-huh. And that's the same with, you know, you and I sometimes where we're together, but we're doing our own thing. Um, I think that's important too. Right. Do you have any other ideas or anything you can think of? I think uh, in the pursuit of staying sane, it's also important to try to just know yourself mm-hmm. um, and know when know when you when you can push harder and when you need to pull back. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing those areas and things in your day that you can afford to pull back on. Mm-hmm. I mean. I think I'm terrible at that. <laughs> and you like to, to push forward and push a little too hard sometimes. Well, and and for me, it's because it's um, like I, it's like they say, do as I say and not as I do. Uh-huh. Uh, going back to the whole breaking down a big problem into smaller things, I like to tackle the whole problem, the big picture, instead of the smaller things. Because I feel like okay, if I get all of this done and over with, then I have the rest of my life to spend with or doing this. And so I feel like I just, I'm like never going to get there if I don't try to get it all done. Uh-huh. Which I know it's a terrible idea in the end, <laughs> but I can't help it. Right. You know it, but it's just not something. Right. Um, I think my last thought would be... Um, Especially if you're dealing with, like, mental illness, seeking medical help or professional help, whether that's counseling, medication, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's important, too. I mean, same thing with with physical health and and emotional, just all of it. I I do think that a lot of times mental health is forgotten Mm -hmm. or... Or just swept under the rug or, or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just like, you know, if you want your healthy body to be strong and, and continue to function for you, you got to be constantly taking care of it and feeding it. If you have a disease, you have to be taking your medication or doing exercises or, or whatever is required of that disease. The same thing with mental health. You have to address it and take care of it. Otherwise, it just gets worse. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but I think that I think that mental health, uh, it just has like a stigma, right? Where just uh, people have a 
it's portrayed so bad that people are afraid to seek medical help right because like for me seeking medical help has been an issue because it's like well what if my kids get taken away because i have this and they're gonna think that i'm not capable of taking care of my kids right um and it really shouldn't be that way yeah (laughs) yeah certainly the media doesn't help i mean anytime they portray it's it's these very extremely rare bizarre severe cases that completely alter the person's life and it makes them completely you know uh, incapable of functioning in society right and so it's like also doesn't do very good portrayals often of the mental health professional community right showing a lot of corruption and that's what i'm saying like like this is what the world sees mental health as or mental illness as and so if i go in to try to get help what are they going to think about me what are they going to say what are they going to put me in a hospital just because i feel a little sad or something you know what i mean like yeah it's just it's just a difficult situation but i'm glad that i'm getting the help that i need and i think that you know if you're someone out there who's also having to deal with mental illness and are afraid to seek medical help i think that you shouldn't be afraid find the right doctor that's going to want to help you i think we've probably already covered it but just in case we haven't oh yeah i'm pretty sure we have but either way it's fine um just making sure to to reach out to each other or or even if necessary and you have the support certainly to to outside support when when you do need additional help Mm -hmm. like you know i just i can't do it right now yeah um and, and letting anyone that you trust with that no right because i mean um i feel like we need to find someone um in our church we know that there's other parents in our ward in our church that have kids with special needs right but um just finding another group of parents i don't know that i don't know because we have like five kids i don't know how many parents want to be taking care of five extra kids right but um if we can you know find find a group uh a couple that would be willing to like you know want to help us with that right even if it's just one hour right (laughs) look can we we'll we'll trade you one for three how's that (laughs) you watch our kids for one hour we'll watch your one or two kids for three hours and we'll call it even (laughs) yeah i think we should definitely pursue a uh i don't know what you call it like a a date swap a, a, <laughs> I don't know something I, I don't remember what it's called but it's something like that yeah and in the end just think that a hard life can still be a good life right yeah I mean life is. is what you make it yes I mean it, <laughs> yes you may have to alter you can either or... run from it or learn from it <laughs> Right? Exactly, yeah. I I think I have a final thought still. Mm. I think it's also important to to understand what you're willing to sacrifice for the greater good, 
for the overall sanity and well-being of your family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just making sure you have things prioritized correctly. Because, I mean, I think it was... So the the analogy goes something like when you're flying an airplane and you're hitting turbulence that you have two choices. Well, I guess you have three choices. You can uh, do nothing and just maintain the, the flight plan as it is. You can speed up and try to force your way through it faster, or you can slow down, making the ride easier, softer. Um, and so I think it's important, like, you know, when you are, uh, whether it's the initial the initial incident that leads to the diagnosis or or post-diagnosis or just at, at any point that your family needs it to to realize what you can and are willing to sacrifice in order to slow down to to get through the turbulence as it is mm-hmm. all right well thanks for tuning in and if you made it this far thanks for listening those were our thoughts on staying sane, <laughs> balancing the needs of your children, your spouse, yourself. Without going crazy? Yep. We hope you liked this episode, and if you did, we hope you return for more. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast since we are uh, starting to get more comfortable as we're going. Share the podcast or tell a friend about it, especially if they are parents of special needs kids that feel alone and want to listen to some people tell them that they're not alone and if you want to be friends make sure you leave us a rating or a review check out our youtube channel if you are into family vloggers at youtube.com slash a bit crazy a-b-i-t-c-r-a-s-e-y follow us on instagram we have two profiles and the links will be down in the show notes that's it until next time bye